Sitting with Sal. Today is March 31st at 7.16pm. I'm your host, Salvatore Giacchino, and this is episode number four of the podcast. Today I'm here with Marco again. How you doing? Good evening. <laughs> um, so how was, your, uh, how was your weekend with your girlfriend? Uh, the, the one I, when we went up to camp yeah. last weekend was uh, it was fun, you know. I mean, um, we yeah we went shooting, you know. I was really excited to do it, but we couldn't do it until the next day. I mean, like I was like waiting all week for it. And then what we time? What time did you get up there? Got there, there like seven thirty. So it was getting it was dark. getting dark. You can't shoot in the dark, and so we started to hang. We just hung out. I got the place warmed up. With we got these propane heaters, and we got them, we got the place warmed up. Just, uh, she, um, we were just drinking, watching TV, we are just, you know, hanging out. And finally, the next day comes along, and, uh, we didn't get out there until, like, 2 p.m., and, uh, so we finally get out there to start shooting, and I started our off small with the 22, and, um... The revolver. The revolver, the 22 okay. revolver, and, uh, you know, I lo- taught her how to load it, I was teaching her everything about, uh, trigger discipline, barrel discipline, and, you know, just all the whole nine yards of all that. And uh, I loaded it for her. She didn't want to load it, and she didn't want to unload it. She was just like, you yeah, just load it, and I'll just try to shoot. And I, I put a twisted tea bottle, twisted tea can, about 15 feet away, and I was, I went first. I missed every shot. I think I might have grazed it once. And then I was like, here, I'll load you up, and you go. And she went, and she got... Uh, I, sh- I, sh- I showed her how to, like, line up and aim on the front and the rear sight, mm-hmm. and she just, like, she's... She, it always seemed like she was getting frustrated with me, which she wasn't. She's like, that's just how I talk, I was whatever. And... So I was telling her, I was like, you need to fit the front sight to make the make it even with the rear sight, so that way it makes it one flat line, and then you put the point of that on the target, and she's like, I am doing it, I'm like, and then meanwhile, she's missing, like, five feet high, hitting the water behind her, like, she eventually began to zero it in, though, she got really close, and but she she was getting frustrated, and she didn't want to do it anymore, because she kept missing, and I was like, I was like, we're having fun, you don't have to worry about that, you know, don't worry about it, and she's like, alright, so we went on to the shield, <clears throat> the MP the MP shield I loaded her up a mag I went first I had a mag I finished the six the seven the six round you gave me the six round and an extended seven round right I think so yeah yeah so um I loaded up the six round for myself and uh emptied it I uh, I got it a couple times and then I uh, I showed her the same thing and you know I gave her the lowdown between the difference of a revolver and a mag fed semi-automatic uh, handgun she started to understand. She followed trigger discipline and barrel discipline, which I was really happy about. And uh, she couldn't. She's like, she's not too. Uh, I don't want to say she's weak, but she's very nimble, and uh, she's a, uh, <clears throat> you know. And so I, I, I gave it. I gave, handed it over to her. I said, "This is going to be a lot easier because you have the dots. Or the dots on the rear and front sights are colored. They're night sights. You'll be able to line it up a lot better." She only fired it once. She fired it once, and she's like, "Ow, oh, that really hurt. I can't do that anymore." She has really, she's really, she has really bad wrists. Well, to be fair, <laughs> that that shield is a pretty. It's not the easiest and most fun gun to shoot. Mm-hmm. It's like definitely like a purpose gun, mm-hmm. just like meant to be carried or right. meant to be a backup gun and right. stuff like that. So, like even whenever I first shot it, I remember thinking like I, I remember thinking wanting to trade it in for a nine millimeter, right? Because it was I was like, man, this is just a little too rough for mm-hmm. such a small gun. Like I wouldn't recommend a nine millimeter uh, or I'm sorry, a forty caliber shield to anybody for the first handgun, yeah. for yeah. especially for carry or especially for uh, female in general. Mm-hmm. Um, if they were going with the shield, I definitely re- recommend the nine millimeter right. uh, nine millimeter version of it. Right. Um, did you end up shoot? You so you ended, you went to the shotgun too, right? Yeah. Well, we finished up. She shot once. She didn't want to do it anymore because it, it hurt her. It really hurt her wrist. 
and so I finished the I finished the, both mags, and I destroyed that can. <laughs> and so then I was like, okay, let's go back and we'll try the shotgun out. And so, um, what did I do? I think I just. I told her it'd be. It's a lot easier to aim because it's a shotgun, you know, and it has spread. And all you have to do is put that marble on the front of the barrel over top of what you're trying to hit. And I don't remember what I told her to shoot. I think I just told her to shoot the water because it's a shotgun, you know. Mm-hmm. Remember you were telling me about how you wouldn't want them to have a target, but we yeah she already had target practice with the handguns and she got the gist of it. And so I said, all right, yeah, just load up. I'll, I showed her. I showed her how to load in a shell, how to pump in one and get it ready in the chamber, and then pull the trigger. And she did that all by herself. She was good with that. But then when she, yeah, she had it up to her shoulder. She had it like low in her shoulder. I kind of put it up for her where it was supposed to be more so and she pulled the trigger and it like hurt it hurt her shoulder too. She's she's like mm. she's very, you know, um, what's fragile. She's very fragile. Yeah, very very fragile about that, about things like that and like did you did you even go to the Mosin? Or? No. Okay. Dude, if the, she couldn't shoot a shotgun, she wasn't shooting a Mosin. Did you end up shooting the Mosin? Of course. <laughs> of course I shot my baby. Oh, that's good. Did you fired uh, my baby? So you really didn't do How long do you think you were shooting for? Until? Like Half hour. Well, and then uh oh wait yeah and then but she we, I I took out the skeet shooter, and she was I was loading those up and she was pulling those for me she liked that she thought that was cool, and yeah. Were you hitting them? Oh yeah, Good. I don't miss. I'm I'm so Shotguns bad at are that. Easy. I'm so bad at skeet what? shooting. Oh I'm so bad. Um we we kind of not every year but whenever we go hunting um. Like, normally the Sunday before, we'll set up, like, a shooting range and go skeet shooting, but mm-hmm. I'll, I'll always take a couple turns, and I can't... I'll hit it maybe, like, once out of ten times. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm so bad at it, but, um, like, my I know my uncles, he's, like, a... like a, I don't know if he's a state champion, but he's, like, a mm-hmm. champion skeet shooter. He's, mm-hmm. like, super good at it. Wow. Um, but, no, I was something I can never really get at. I'm good at hitting a bullseye from right. 150 yards right. away but I, I can't I can't do anything whenever mm-hmm. it's flying in the air mm-hmm. I don't I know I mean I've gone crow hunting and, and stuff before and I've hit crow but mm-hmm. well A they're normally in a big flock yeah. too it's pretty easy to <laughs> with hit with a shotgun them. you're not missing um, but I don't know it's a little different when you're actually hunting and shooting a target and stuff like that but right. um, at least she got um, some experience yeah, shooting. and I was thinking like maybe if she she'd probably do better with a nine millimeter, but and I, I and then I thought to myself she'd probably be good with an uh, with a semi-automatic rifle because the caliber it's super easy to shoot those. There's only there's hardly any kick. I'm sure that's why I was thinking you should right. take that twenty two uh, rifle, mm-hmm. the semi-auto twenty two mm-hmm. I have. I figured that would be a perfect. I mean, gun. just like a, a one like your AR chambered in five five six, she'd be able to handle that fine because that really doesn't that doesn't put much stress on your shoulder. It's a smaller caliber and it's just it's just light. Yeah, it's light. that's true. That's the funny thing about that gun is mm-hmm. it's so it looks so intimidating mm-hmm. with all its attachments, quote mm-hmm. attachments and tactical accessories and whatnot. And it being so black, it's <laughs> so black, color yeah. black so much, but. I don't know, it's, it just scares a lot of people and intimidates them, but, like, mm-hmm. I know even Mazzy, whenever she first shot it, she was having a blast. Like, I think we right. talked about that in the last podcast. Yeah, we did. She was hitting the bowling Yeah, game. Every, everyone who f- shoots it first is a little afraid of it, but even whenever, um, even, like, my stag, people see it, and it looks like it's, like, some heavy, like, crazy gun. They yeah. pick it up, and it's, they don't under- it's, like, they don't know it. six pounds, seven pounds. Understand. It's crazy. Um, well... I'm glad you... What else did you do besides you do anything else on, on the Sunday or... No, we went for a walk, you know, around the woods and uh, 
by the by French Creek, which is right, right, literally right outside how, my how house. How was the weather that weekend? It was nice. Good. It wasn't. Good. It was nice in the in daytime. I went out at like noon and like got all the guns set up on the table, but she was still asleep, so I went back inside after that and watched TV. But it was nice out then. It was. It got a little chilly around three or four o'clock, but it was. It was nice. You know, I only had a. I didn't have a hoodie on. I just had long sleeves. I was fine. But she's. She also gets really cold. Like. She's like, I swear to God, it's like she's cold blooded. She like she had to put a hoodie on, a jacket. Well, I saw one in one of your Snapchats. You said you only had heat in one room in the house or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, the um, the propane heater. We only had it in the room that we were sleeping in, with it, the living room basically. We call it. The, my mom calls it the sunroom, and uh, yeah, it, it was warm in there. But when you'd step outside, it gets so cold in like the any other part of the house because we just weren't keeping it warm. Do you have a? Is there like an actual fireplace there or mm-hmm. anything like that? It's okay, a nice cool. fireplace, but we don't use it. It's too it's too much wood and it takes too much time to get anything started. Oh, that's that's the pain with the fireplace up our camp is it's just like either you have to split wood or you have to carry wood it and bunch mm-hmm. of random wood in and stuff like that and keep, then you got to keep deal, feeding it. Keep feeding it, then you got to deal with like cleaning it out whenever you leave and everything. It's, it is a pain, but yeah. it's if you're staying there for a couple of days, it's, it's nice. Definitely to, worth it's it. nice. To, well, you hit, you even have a, a wood fire, wood burner in your house. Yeah, and that that burns a lot slower because because it's all sealed in. Yeah, and it burns a lot slower. But it's apparently it's pretty dangerous sometimes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess if you have yeah. a malfunctioning chimney chute. Yeah, that, that feeds was, out into your garage. Uh, that could have been a lot worse than it actually yeah. was. I mean, I guess we should let them know. Uh, yeah, go ahead and tell us. So story. yeah, uh, this was about. This was about, <clears throat> excuse me, like, ugh, I don't know, eight years ago? Well, uh, we were in middle school, I believe. No, I think this was my... S- Seventh or eighth grade. I can't remember if I was getting a ride to high school or not. I think it was my, like, freshman or sophomore year of high school, to be honest. It could have been. I, I, I vaguely remember it being early. But, but- any, yeah, anyway, um... This was the night I got back home from a West Virginia basketball game. I was a huge West Virginia fan, and I love watching West Virginia basketball. And I got home that night, and it was winter. We had a, we had the stove going. I went up into my room, and uh, I just hear my mom just, like, making a commotion. And, like, sometimes it's, like, a, not a big deal because she just yells all the time. And, and so I'm, like, I'm here. I'm, I'm in my room, and I'm hearing... I ran downstairs and I'm like, "What's going on?" She's like, "She's like, Marco, there's a fire. Get out!" I said, "Okay." And I just grabbed my. What did I grab? I grabbed my um my laptop, and uh, like some things, and I just ran out of the house. And uh, yeah, the the wood burning stove, the chimney, it goes. The wood burning stove sits in my basement, uh, about a foot away from the wall, and so that the the wood burning stove has a has a pipe that goes from the top of it and feeds into the wall that goes into my garage and then on the other side of the wall in the garage there's the other half of it which is the chimney that just feeds it up through the top of the house and I guess the back side of it malfunctioned and caught the garage on fire and it was getting the every, getting the whole house all smoky yeah but like we uh, we had to get out and we called the fire department they put it out my dad was my dad was outside getting snow just throwing it on the fire trying to get it to put it out and it wasn't working policeman came and like told him to stop and he was like no <laughs> throwing throwing snow on the fire well whenever and, you do you remember whenever you actually like got up and ran out of the house was your house like filled with smoke no no it was a little it was like kind of like an oven like you burn something in the oven kind of smoky but that's about it the, the garage started it was starting to get in flames for sure uh it was just the garage that was really damaged but the whole house had smoke damage at the end of it the, my everything was covered in ash 
uh, we had to get give everything to the restorate the rest to the restorators, right? Is that you Restor- I don't know. The, rest- the restoration company, and they f- they fixed everything up. I yeah. So my family moved out into a hotel for I think like. I don't know. Couple, three months. Couple, yeah. You stayed with me for for. I stayed like a with week you so. for two weeks, and then I, I stayed at my cousin Austin's for the rest of the time, and yeah, we were roommates. Yeah, that it was, was yeah. It, but it could have been a lot worse. It dude. definitely could have been definitely a, lot worse. a lot worse. But hey, we ended up having some good times. Yeah, for we ended two up two weeks. Yeah, so. being roommates for two weeks, and that that was actually cool. Going to school to and from somewhere else for a change it was actually a nice change of pace. It, what really pissed me off is because I didn't have my Xbox, and I was like getting getting big into gaming. Skyrim just came out. Oh, Skyrim shit. just came, so that was 2011. Skyrim just came out, and for Christmas, this was during Christmas time. Oh yeah. And I got all my gifts, and I couldn't play all my Xbox games, and I couldn't play any of them. You don't want to take Marco's Xbox games away from him. No, you don't. He gets angry. You get very angry. Some um, bullcrap. So I figured <laughs> for uh, for today's episode, we'd kind of I have some news articles that we could talk about. Some of them I think you kind of know about. I played you a video earlier, right? Um, um, but some of them I uh, I don't think you've even heard about yet. So I figured we'd kind of get into it, right? Most likely I haven't. I don't really read into. Well, the news. this first one I actually sent to you through. Uh, I I texted it to you the other day. Um, it's about Pennsylvania trying to mm-hmm. register, um, or trying to pass a bill to make everybody register their firearms. Mm-hmm. Um, so let me go over it a little bit again. Um, for everybody listening. So the bill is HB 0768. It's known as the Firearms Registration Act. Um, The bill would require Pennsylvania gun owners to register their firearms to the Pennsylvania State Police. Owners would have to provide the police with the make, model, serial numbers of all their guns. The gun owner would also have to swear under oath, submit fingerprints, two photographs that are no older than 30 days old. They must also go through a background check for each gun that they own. the background check is actually the same background check that you go through whenever you initially purchase a gun, but you mm-hmm. have to do it for every single gun you own. Why? I, I, that doesn't make we'll, any we'll sense get into to this me. In a minute. <laughs> they must also provide the state police with their work address, telephone number, social security number, date of birth, age, sex, and citizenship, um, and update the police within 48 hours if they change any of that information or any other information on the application. Mm-hmm. If the state police reject your application to, for the firearm registry, uh, you have 10 days to appeal their, uh, their decision. You have to return in your gun within three days of that rejection and then wait for your appeal to get your gun back. Mm-hmm. Um, and if the do- person doesn't appeal their decision within 10 days, they forfeit their firearm. Mm-hmm. So, And anyone caught with an unregistered firearm is guilty of a crime, even if they're unaware of this new law, if it Mm -hmm. decides to pass at any Mm -hmm. point. Um, Also, just holding an unregistered firearm at a gun range or something like that would be considered a crime as well. Mm -hmm. Um, A certificate to do each of these checks for each one of these guns is going to cost $10 per firearm, and it's going to expire every year. And you have to renew it within 60 days before the expiration date. And so I'm sure you can get... It would be a little bit confusing if you had a collection of 25 guns and you mm-hmm. had to do a background check for every single gun. Mm-hmm. And especially if you do background checks at, or if you bought t- guns at different times of the year and one renewal's up but the other one isn't up. Mm-hmm. So you're going to have to... It's going to get really confusing yeah. for people with big collections. It sounds more more of a pain in the ass than it is of keeping anything safe or well, anybody yeah, safe. Yeah, 
It, yeah, exactly. <clears throat> Based bill- on what you just said, I had known nothing about this. You sent me a text just kind of, and I kind of skimmed through the article, but from the most part, this is all pretty much new information to me, and that just, that just sounds pointless. Yeah, well, the bill doesn't say any way they're, that they're going to enforce this law, which mm-hmm. is basically impossible mm-hmm. because there's a couple other statistics here. It says other states that have tried gun registration really haven't had much success. Mm-hmm. Like New Jersey, I think in 2018, I can't remember the exact month that it started, but they had a magazine ban mm-hmm. for a high capacity, quote, high capacity magazine ban. Mm-hmm. Um, and nobody's turned in any high capacity magazine since the ban went into effect. <laughs> um New York saw nearly one million gun owners defy the state to register their, quote, assault weapons. Right. Um, and Connecticut, actually, they only, uh, only 50,000 of 350,000 registered their semi-automatic weapons. Right. So only 50,000 people <clears throat> brought in their guns. I saw something on Reddit. It was really ridiculous. I'm going to see if I can find it. Once you start talking about the other thing, I'll be trying to listen, just trying to look for it. It was like only one person out of out of this huge huge population uh, sample did it, and it was I like one, and it was I forget how many people, and I forget where, but it like no one wants to do this. Well, yeah, and, and to expand the <clears throat> registry to every firearm is impossible unless police start going door-to-door, knocking, asking people where your firearms are, and then if Mm. you forget to register one, or if you forget you even have one, or you lent it to a buddy and they bring it back and it's not registered, Mm -hmm. or they don't know about it, like... You're guilt. You're a felon. Yeah, like, it, that's some bullcrap. It it's ridiculous. I don't know how they're gonna even possibly do it. Like right. clearly, there's no way to enforce it without a door to door search right. and seizure. Well, it's only introduced, so it's got a long way to go before it's even there, passed. There's almost no way <laughs> it'll pass. It's it's right. so it's filled with so much stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it, like un- yeah, okay. just unreasonable just, stuff that just goes against common gun uh, right. gun control. This is this isn't anything that's gonna make people safer. This is only just quote big brother grabbing at your right. or grabbing at your. The only rights. thing this is gonna do is if after an incident ha- incident happens involving a firearm, is that that we're gonna be able to catch that person quicker? It's not well, gonna I save people. I mean, yeah, re- exactly. It's, it's not, not gonna not save anybody. Anyone. It's just. And, gonna catch, help you catch the, the perpetrator. <laughs> That's and pretty much it. along with every other gun law pretty much out there, it only affects uh, law-abiding citizens. It right. doesn't affect the criminals. Exactly. Criminals aren't gonna be like, oh, now I can't go register... I- can't use this yeah. gun. <laughs> like <laughs> Criminals don't even use registered guns. They use they use um, dark... What are they called? Dark guns? Dark weapons? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. <clears throat> I forget what they're called. Um, they, I know they scratch the serial numbers off. Yeah, and there's crap a, like the that. cops give them a name. They're called like black weapons or black guns or something. But um, along the sa- uh, I have another article here along the same note of uh, ban- trying to ban things. So, what do you know about bump stocks, Marco? Uh, I know that people are pushing to ban them. <laughs> well. Actually, as of March 26, 2000, or, uh, 2019, they are officially banned. Everywhere? They, everywhere in the United States. They are, um, if you have one, you're told you have to turn it into the ATF or destroy it. Mm-hmm. And I have an article here that says the bump stock ban has been in effect, and the ATF says that no one or no illegal gun attachments have been turned in, mm-hmm. at least in Pennsylvania. Really? So... 
Um, at least oh, it's, whenever, it's, it's early. It, it's definitely early, but... People will probably don't even, aren't even aware that it's in effect yet. But that's the issue, too. Some people might not be aware, and they might mm-hmm. have one. And then they'll be, be and a they're, felon. They're they a felon. Can, yeah, they yeah it, a felon. It, and I saw somewhere that it's like a $250 or $250,000 fine, along mm-hmm. with like possible 10 years in prison mm-hmm. that if you get caught with one of those. It says here that uh, the Trump administration banning bump stocks goes into effect t- uh, Tuesday, which was the 26th. Uh, owners must either turn in or destroy them on their own. And the ATF has actually issued detailed destruction instructions for what you could do. Um, some of them include melting, crushing, or cutting. They could, Or, like I said, they could bring them into the ATF office mm-hmm. and drop them off. No. Um, <laughs> So, I guess we should kind of go what a bump stock actually is. Right. Um, before we get into what a bump stock is, we should talk about what bump fire is. Right. Um, bump fire, by definition, is the act of using the recoil of a semi-automatic firearm or a double-action revolver, which I don't really know how it's possible. Yeah, I don't think that's um, possible. Anyway, it's the act of using the recoil of a semi-automatic firearm to fire shots in rapid, rapid succession at the cost of accuracy of individual shots. Mm-hmm. So, a bump stock or a bump fire stock is a stock that can be used to assist bump fire right. just to make it easy because right. all you need to do all you really need to bump fire a weapon is your finger mm-hmm. you just need finger and forward pressure mm-hmm. and like that that definition says it uses the recoil to fire your next shot right um and a lot of the wordage in this article talks about how bump stocks make the gun full automatic, which technically isn't true. Right, um, technically. No, because if if a bump stock makes your gun fully automatic, that makes any semi-automatic rifle fully automatic, mm. because en- any semi-automatic rifle can be bump-fired. Right. Um, th- that's not how it works. No, it's Fully not automatic is you, you don't let go of the trigger, but when you're bump-firing, you're, that trigger's coming off for a half-split second. Yeah, and the, that picture here actually uh, shows a picture of a bump stock, and it says bump stocks attached to guns and allow shooters to fire semi-automatic rifles continuously with one pull of the trigger. No, that's which, not right. Which technically isn't true because no. you're not holding the trigger down, you're not. pulling the trigger. And actually, the AT, in the final rule of I guess the Trump administration's uh, banning of bump stocks says definition of m- machine gun in the Gun Control Act and National Firearms Act includes bump stocks devices that allow semi-automatic firearms to shoot more than one shot with a single pull of the trigger or by harnessing the recoil energy of the firearm according to the ATF. So that definition is actually true of a bump stock. Mm-hmm. But does like what I'm wondering is like, what if I took an Instagram video of me bump firing my rifle? Mm-hmm. Does that make me a felon because I'm bump firing? Because mm-hmm. I'm probably not because it's not with a bump stock. I, yeah, but that's but it says any device. My finger would be the device right. that actuates the. They rifle. mean that you're getting too technical. I know I'm it. getting technical, but I'm showing like they mean a dev- an attachment. Your finger is not an attachment. Tr- I, you're I guess you're right, but and that's I'm, that's like you going. My finger is an attachment <laughs> to my hand. It's an attachment. Like. No, I guess you're right. I'm kind of thinking. Mean, they mean accessory. For I know. The rifle. I'm just. I guess I'm just a little angry of. It's dumb. All the all the government banning. Because I was looking at the, the thing the about re- that. There were the Firearms Act, Registration Act, and I was like, it's probably. I didn't even. And it's obvious. I didn't even know. I, I was like, it's probably from the Dems. And I looked at the and I looked over the Democrats that introduced the bill, and I was like, oh yeah. That's, yeah, exactly. There's just. There's just. Well, so and dumb. the only reason the Bump Stock Act really went into effect 
was because of the shooting that happened in Las Vegas where the guy mm-hmm. apparently had bump stocks attached to some of his rifles. Right. And, but, that's I mean, fishy. That was, I mean, that whole thing's fishy. We're not going to get into that big old conspiracy, at least not mm-hmm. today. That was the only time a bump stock has ever been used mm-hmm. in a crime or, or recorded used in a crime. It's the same mm-hmm. thing with silencers. Silencers yeah. have never been recorded used in a crime, but mm-hmm. yet they're still so hard to get. Mm-hmm. Well, at least they're not making them. They're actually trying to make silencers more legal than they actually are. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can't believe they would go... Even especially Trump's administration to go right. go for far as straight up outlawing bump stocks, right. but I mean, I, I at no least interest. this is some good news that some people are kind of not conforming to the idea mm-hmm. of it and not turning in any of the, the weapons. So like far, you said, it's, it, it, it's still early, but um, I mean, if I had an AR, I wouldn't really want a bump stock. I mean, I, I mean, be, I wouldn't want it'd, it'd be, be fun, f- but like I wouldn't want to burn through ammo like that at ex- the cost of accuracy. Exactly. I'm trying to hit what I'm trying to shoot. Exactly, and it's 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 it'd fun. be nice every one in a while, once in a while to just go to the, my camp and like unload a, into my pond just to see the water go splash. But yeah, that's but it. it's. It's not useful for hunting. It's not, it's not useful effective. for. It's not useful for home defense. It's not useful for anything, especially with how inaccurate. I think okay, they are. home defense. I think it'd be more useful if anything. Well, it's so hard to control that I don't know that eh, that close range. You might be all right, but I really wouldn't want to be. You want you opening up with simulated. You'd want a shorter barrel rifle. Well, yeah, like my you wouldn't ten want and a half. Yeah, you wouldn't want your stag. Well, no, I mean my stag's set up for home defense too, but it's it right. is a little bit it's longer. Long. Um, but with with all that bad news, there's some, uh, some a little light, bit of, a little bit of good news. Some light at the end of the um, tunnel here. A little bit of good news is for, I didn't even really want to start talking about politics on this podcast, mm. but I figured some of these things are so good and so gun related that we almost need to talk about them. Right. Um, so if I said California and guns, what would you think? Where? <laughs> <laughs> Where? What guns? Exactly. What well, guns and yeah? In 2016, <clears throat> California um, had propositions or Prop 63, mm-hmm. um, which is the which obviously is in California, and it requires background checks and Department of Justice authorization to purchase ammunition, ammunition, and prohibits possession of large capacity magazines. Mm-hmm. So that was California's magazine ban, because mm-hmm. um, I believe earlier um, I can't remember the exact year um, they actually stop selling magazines to uh, California, like extended magazines. Right. But anybody who had the magazines was grandfathered in and could keep them. Mm-hmm. And then I believe in 2016, they straight up outlawed them and said you had to turn them in. Yeah. Well, on Friday, there was a U.S. District Judge, uh, Judge Roger Benitez, I believe that's how you say his name, wrote a 68-page decision upholding a lawsuit against the proposed ban of magazines saying that it's unconstitutional, Mm -hmm. which I believe it is, too, Mm -hmm. which you can't say anybody could use. Right. Uh, can't use more than 10 rounds for home defense or any other Mm -hmm. situation. That's ridiculous. Right. But he declared it unconstitutional, and he... uh, said that California's Proposition 63, the ban uh, ban possession of high-capacity magazines, is illegal and unconstitutional. Mm -hmm. And whenever I actually pulled this article up, it was just his suggestion. Mm -hmm. And then I come to find out that later on... um, they actually went through with it. And, really? Yep, and you are, I guess, the ban is lifted. Um, the U.S. District Court for the Southern District of California on Friday afternoon struck down California's ban on firearms magazines that hold 10 or more rounds. Mm-hmm. So When was this? This was Friday. This Sweet. Last Friday. Awesome. So that would have been, Good what, news. the, I don't know what the that date was. That was the 28th. 
29th. Something like that, 28th so or 29th. 29th so. for sure. Um, but that's good. Yeah, I mean, it's just... It, now, we, he proposed a lot more stuff um, right. involving other sorts of uh, firearms that are put on their banned list and things like that. He proposed mm-hmm. that, but the only thing he got through so far, I believe, was the uh, the magazine thing, mm-hmm. um, which is good news. He used a lot of examples of like home invasions where there were more than two people, three or more people, mm-hmm. um, and he used two examples of women um, who had... Uh, like limited capacity magazines mm-hmm. and really weren't able to defend themselves right. all that well and then there was another woman who he's he called her pajama clad um <laughs> called, her, <laughs> yeah, called her what pajama clad she was just wearing pajamas whenever these people broke into her house uh-huh. um so she didn't have anywhere clad. To, she didn't have anywhere to store any other magazine uh-huh. and she had a higher capacity magazine and she was able to hold off the home invaders while being on the phone with police mm-hmm. and holding her gun so she wouldn't mm-hmm. have had any way to reload anyway because she was on the phone mm-hmm. without setting the phone down obviously right. but yeah um good he said that uh the ban of magazines holding more than 10 rounds this uh such a statute hits at the center of the second amendment and its burden is severe the individual liberty and freedom are not outmoded concepts he wrote mm-hmm. which i think is a very powerful <clears throat> statement that um I, I i think it's benjamin franklin he has a quote something that uh those who desire uh safety over liberty deserve neither mm-hmm. um yeah. or safety over freedom deserve neither yeah which something i strongly like believe which if you have the freedom <clears throat> to do to own what you want and own the firearms and magazines that you want, mm-hmm. you will be safe. Right. So don't let the government try and make you safe by taking all these things away from mm-hmm. you. But that, that I thought was some pretty good news, especially no, yeah, since whenever is. I pulled up the article, it hadn't even gone through yet. Then I saw a bunch of things some in some place. Uh, I think I pulled this up from amoland.com, but a um, bunch of different articles talking about how it actually went through and right. people praising Benitez and, right. and everything. I saw tons of Benitez memes. So, uh, <laughs> That's cool. Judge Roger Benitez, we salute you and, and thank you very sure. much. Um, sure. Keep up the good work. So I actually had you watch a video before mm-hmm. we started. Um, I'll kind of I'll link the video in the in the description so the listeners can watch it. Right. Um, but basically, it's not some more good news. Um, a little bit. Uh, well, it's just something that when you'd like to see happen, to uh, not for, not for lack of better terms, push for your political agenda, but it's something that it's good hearted all around. It has a good moral and a good plot, and just shows that like. Shows there's good in the world and, good and, the world and good and brave, brave people, and there's still heroes out sure. there. So let's get let's uh, kind of tell people what happened. Um, in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, well, which all these crazy stories happen it's in always Florida. In Florida. Um, I have an, I have an, there's, I have an there's, idea. I'm there's, gonna write down. I'm gonna um, write this down. Or do you think about like Florida man stories? Yeah, there's, <laughs> there's so many podcasts that have Florida man <laughs> stories. I'm afraid to do it Did because you do I'm the afraid. challenge. No, I was thinking about doing the challenge on the next episode though. Um, oh, sounds good. Let's save it. We'll save write it for it the next episode. Yeah, I'll write it down. Florida man challenge. <laughs> Mine's um, but apparently, the reason there's so many crazy stories in Florida um, is they have some sort of i think it's called like a sunshine law or something like that where like all public government records are public so all arrest records are public Mm -hmm. so like apparently crazy shit like this is happening all everywhere all over Uh, the country but florida's the only one that makes it that's possible that's kind of um, yeah it's it's funny it makes for good entertainment but i know there's a bunch of radio stations that have florida man story segments it makes uh, me not want to live in florida there's a there's a podcast (laughs) there's a podcast i listen to uh 
they they do Florida mans every every mm-hmm. now and again too, and they're freaking hilarious. I think actually Florida is that crazy, not just everywhere else. Because... I just heard he they I just heard them talking about one story. Um, this guy in Florida, he got away with stealing so much merchandise from Walmart and getting so much money from them. And the only thing he would do is he would go to Walmart, get a cart, load up a couple TVs or load up a TV, and drive straight to the customer service thing mm-hmm. and say he doesn't have his receipt and try and return it mm-hmm. and then if they wouldn't return it without the receipt mm-hmm. he they would just walk out with uh, walk out of the store with he, it he miscongenialityed them yeah he just straight up <laughs> i don't up know if that's right the right out. movie it's with sandra bullock she puts like a bunch of perfumes in a bag and goes hi yeah i'd like to return these and she's like okay i just need to see your receipt she's like see yeah i don't have it and she like just made a fuss. She's like, you know what? I'm just gonna keep them. And then she'd walk out and leave with the with the with the uh, that's exactly for that's goods. exactly what happened. Yeah, that's but that's apparently the oldest he, trick in the book. He got he got <clears> caught <throat> because he got he was getting a little cocky. He What'd loaded he, do? he loaded up his cart at Walmart with like a crap load of TVs, a crap load of tools, and a crap load of equipment. And he didn't even go to the tr- the customer service thing. He just walked straight out. Walked out. So he was he he got too cocky. And yeah, he ended, he ended it up. Uh, he ended it. But anyway, uh, let's change a winning formula, guys. Yeah, Moral I know. That story. He, he got too cocky. Yeah, for real. Um, but anyway, another story from Florida in mm-hmm. Fort Lauderdale. This happened, I believe, Sunday morning. Um, a bunch of kids were going down for spring break. Um, you mean today? Uh, no, I guess this was last Sunday, about a week ago. Um, so there was four kids. They stopped at a gas station around 3.30 in the morning. As they were pumping gas, a guy with a mask comes walking up to them, pointing a gun at their face. Um, one kid said he just walked up and started waving the gun around. The tallest one of the kids, they were all kind of scared, and the tallest one of the kids, uh, actually went and grabbed for the gun and was mm-hmm. tr- said he was trying to keep it away from people's heads and mm-hmm. he said he was expecting a gunshot to go off at any point. Right. Um, once he kind of wrestled the gun kind of away from the guy, all the other buddy, all of his other buddies and cousins just jumped in and started pummeling on the mm-hmm. guy. Um, and then at that point, the second... The guy who was driving the car where the mask guy got out of mm-hmm. um, came out of the car and approached the situation. Mm-hmm. And at that point, I guess they got the gun away from the guy, and he point ended up pointing it at the, um, the perp. at the guy driving. And the guy driving was pleading and saying, "Just we'll leave. Just give me the gun back. We'll right. leave." Which I don't know why anybody would be like, "Oh, here, here's right. your gun back." I would have like dropped the mag and <laughs> yeah. emptied the chamber. Um, and here, yeah, it's these kids well. were twenty. They were there on spring break. Who I don't. I, but they ended up. Uh, wrestling the gun away from the guy um one kid said all his his family members think he's crazy for trying to do it mm-hmm. but i kind of agree with him if you're mm-hmm. well the one thing i want to point um well another thing i want to say is the guy driving ended up getting arrested because he right. wasn't wearing a mask um but they haven't found the guy who mm-hmm. was originally pointing the gun at right. him um but everyone's okay no one was injured or anything yeah. like that but the one thing i want to point out is if it were me or you, mm-hmm. um, and we were alone at a gas station at three mm-hmm. thirty pumping gas, and some guy came up to us like that. Mm-hmm. You give them what they want. Yeah. You don't. You don't try and fight with them. Mm-hmm. You don't. You don't try unless it escalates and you don't think you're going to get out of right. it. Then yeah, you can try take, and. Yeah. But you do, first step is to always just try to avoid the conflict. Mm-hmm. Here's my money. Here's my wallet. Just take it. Just mm-hmm. just don't hurt me. Blah 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 blah. And then if it escalates from there, then you might have to take some sort of action to try and help the situation. But mm-hmm. um, if you're with your family or somebody, uh, your loved ones or something like that, I totally understand doing everything you can because right. you don't know how the situation's going to go. He might rob you and then right. decide he's going to shoot you anyway, right. and which the, happens a lot. In the security footage, it, they, almost, 
the 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 kid who grabbed for the gun, he he had him by the he had like he had like one hand on his wrist and a hand on his on the gun. It looked like, and at one point the gunman actually like fought him off and like threw him down and still had control of the gun. I thought he was gonna shoot him then and there. It was very they never, hectic. They never mentioned that, but I saw it. I was like, oh, he's gonna get shot now. But the guy with the gun, I guess he he probably didn't even want to hurt anyone in the first place. That's kind of what I was thinking. But you too. don't know what people are gonna especially with like. the pleading afterwards. But mm-hmm. but no, um, the gunman threw the threw the kid to the ground. His uh. <clears throat> Excuse me. His, apparently, the other kids with him were his brothers and cousins, his other brother, you know, rest of his family. And the gunman who who, who was trying to fight the gun for himself threw the, the 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 first cousin who was fighting and threw him on the ground and had the gun in his hand and it was standing over him. I thought he was going to shoot him, but he never did in the first place. Yeah, and then a couple, like I said, a couple of his other buddies or his other cousin, right. cousins jumped in. I don't know what they were. What was taking them so long? But I'm glad they finally did. Yeah, it did look like they were kind of just standing around. I mean. It, everything Probably just does, in the heat of the moment hesitation. Yeah, I mean, there is that fight, flight, and freeze <clears throat> mentality. Right, right. But, like, I totally understand why they did it. And he even says here that I knew that there was a possibility that one of us could get shot or I could get shot and killed. Mm-hmm. Um, but he said he knew that, but that's his family, and he knew that they would die for each other, mm-hmm. which I agree. If Even if it were you standing there yeah. and, or all of us hanging out at, after going out some night mm-hmm. and something like that happens, like, mm-hmm. I'm going to try everything to avoid this situation, but obviously I'm a concealed carrier, so I kind of have a responsibility for right. everyone around me's safety. Right. At least I feel that way right. most of the time. Which is a good feeling to um, have. I mean, I don't know if it's like... I, I feel overly cautious sometimes, which, I mean, Mazzy or you would say yeah, I do sometimes. You do sometimes. But, I mean, I don't go anywhere without my firearm, mm-hmm. legally. Mm-hmm. Um, but, or or at least a <laughs> knife in my pocket. Right. But it's, it's kind of one of those comfort <laughs> things. It'd be like you leaving your phone at home. Right. Like, which... Does that ever happen? Nope. Exactly. <laughs> that's so, anybody, though. So I mean, true, That's but it's the equivalent for me. And mm-hmm. I feel like because I have that, I have some sort of responsibility to, A, diffuse situations, make sure nothing escalates, and, B, keep people safe throughout right. the day. Exactly. Like, especially my family and people who are close to me. And, like, don't get me wrong. If I'm in a grocery store and somebody's freaking holding up the register, I'm just going to hope I already checked out and walk yeah, right out the door but I'm, you don't involve yourself like the other day the the, the convenience store by not the other day it was probably six months ago by right. now, but the convenience store by our house got robbed and mm-hmm. there was actually a shot that went off or something mm-hmm. like that he shot into the ground mm-hmm. most most likely to scare him it wasn't right. a discharge accidental discharge it might or anything, have been though I mean it could have been a lot been, of cases but, when that happened well the funny thing with that story is um, when the guy tried to escape he jumped into a running car that was in the parking lot and I think it was a Mustang, and it was a manual transmission. He didn't, he didn't know, know how, how to drive, drive it. it. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. he got in and didn't know how to drive it and bailed out of the car. He tried hiding in the in the little creek culvert underneath the bridge. No way. But, yeah, I, I'm very happy to see these, these kind of stories like this where people actually get saved. I mean, mm-hmm. they didn't have any sort of firearms in their 20, they said they're in their 20s. Um, so I don't even know if they're really allowed to carry a firearm. If Maybe one of them might be, but um, I'm glad that that happened. I'm glad nobody got hurt. I'm mm-hmm. glad they caught one of the people. Um, but I'm not even going to say the dude's name because who needs to? Yeah, right, um, exactly. But yeah, it's a good-hearted story. You know, luckily no one got hurt. I don't and, think the guy, with, I don't think the gunman had... 
I don't think he wanted to hurt anybody in the first place. It definitely seemed that way. And I'm I'm assuming <clears throat> the the gun was real because right. the news article doesn't say anything about mm-hmm. it being a fake gun, which mm-hmm. normally they would. So I'm assuming it was real. It might not have even been loaded though. Right. For, for who knows? But I mean, you never want to assume that a gun's never. unloaded. That's one exactly. of the that's one of the main rules of gun safety is mm-hmm. make sure or treat every gun as, as if, if it's, it's loaded. loaded. But jeez, oh, yeah, there's some there's some crazy stuff going on in the news. I'm thinking we're gonna do a couple more segments like this, and we're not gonna do news all the time because it can yeah. get a little boring. Oh yeah. Um, maybe I'll try and introduce a little segment into each show instead of doing a whole show on just news articles or right. something like that. I'm still trying to figure this whole thing out. Ooh, I just whacked the table. <laughs> Your funny bone must hurt. That looked like it hurt bad. <laughs> um, but real quick about the F- Florida. I think Florida actually is a crazy crazy ass place dude it's like what would you what did you say it was the act or whatever for the news that lets them talk about oh it's it's i don't remember the exact <laughs> i, I want to say it's called the sunshine state i'll i'll, I'll tell and that, you. that allows them to what um well it makes all like government arrest records and complaint records like public, public. so anybody can go view them now why why can't they do that here uh well I, I don't know it was i don't know when the law was passed i think it was like the 90s or something like that but i think I don't know, some sort of privacy law, I guess. Yeah, well, but the thing is, regardless of that act, I think Florida is still, like, a crazy place to live cause, because I have some friends who live down there who are, are at least staying down there for long periods of time. Well, and dude, when I say have... When I say long periods of time, I mean, like, months. They're down there for a while. And the, 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 the shit that I see on their Snapchat... It's ridiculous. Well, in, in Tampa, there's just chickens walking around everywhere. There's, and then there's alligators on there's golf alligators courses. alligators on golf courses. That's, 20, that's common, kind of. But I mean, well, like, yeah, that's the thing. Uh, giant 25-foot alligators on a mm-hmm. golf course is totally common. Right. Um, like, that's insane. Um, well, now I'm they have a... about people, though, well, they have Well, people are crazy, too. Well, there's people with alligators in Florida mm-hmm. walking around trying to... Mm-hmm. There's articles, people chasing people around with alligators in convenience stores in Florida and crap, but... They have like they have a python problem in Florida too. Jeez. People are buying these snakes and then they're getting too big and they're just like, we'll let them go. Let them go, and, yeah. Um, actually, it's crazy. They found this dude. giant freaking python or it was an anaconda or a python or something like that actually tried to eat an alligator mm-hmm. and it was enormous. It, it died trying to do it, but now there's, oh, I remember that. And there's like an open that. season on pythons now, so there's like snake hunters <clears throat> trying to go out and catch the biggest pythons and that's awesome. But apparently, like that. the the uh, yeah, it'd be pretty fun. That would be fun. I don't know. I don't I how much I, they get paid. I'm gonna do. Some, I'm gonna look into this. Yeah, we'll look into it a little bit. But uh, I'm not a. Homework. I'm not a very uh, big snake person. Oh, I love snakes. Oh, I hate snakes. snakes. I'm terrified of spiders. I got a story if you remind me. But uh, I hate spiders. I have to, I'm pretty sure I have moderate arachnophobia. Uh, here's the story. I'm just gonna tell you right now. Because I was in the shower last night or yesterday. You know, God, I was I was like, oh, I need a shower. I'm gonna, you know, it's gonna feel so good. I got, I hopped in, I climbed in one foot at a time, turned the water on, and then I, I'm, I'm sitting there, you just getting water on me. And as soon as water started going into the drain, I looked down, and this spider crawled out of the spout. Oh God! And was like <laughs> one foot away from my feet. I screamed like a girl. I went, I went, I was like, ah! and like, <laughs> I screamed, and I like, no one heard me. My, my dad was downstairs, and my friend TJ was downstairs, but he was actually outside on the phone. 
Dude, when I see a spider and it catches me off guard, I am I'm screaming. Well, that's how I'm with snakes, especially I hate with spiders. me. With me treating lawns, um, especially once it starts getting into the more humid months, mm-hmm. I see snakes oh, see on snakes. a daily basis. Really? And it it terrible. This one time, I was coming, I was uh, pushing my push spreader through this alley on the back of someone's house, and I had to move their trash can to get my spreader through. Yeah. I moved the trash can. This ten foot black snake no. comes slithering out and goes straight across the lawn. I knocked on the doors, do, uh, the dude's door, and I told him I. I'm going to have to come back later. Right. I was like, I, I need to make sure that snake's long gone before I come back. Um, when I used to work there, I uh, I only saw a garter snake. It was only once. One uh, little, like the little, little green Little ones. green guys. He was, they, when I see them, they catch me by surprise and I'll scream. I'll go, oh, but like, I'm, I'm not like scared. I'm like interested because I like snakes. But when I see one, I get caught off guard for sure. Well, that was whenever I was pushing. Now I'm on the, on the ride on spreader. So it's a, it's a little bit more comforting that I have that like six inches of clearance off the mm. ground from, from the snakes. Run them over. Uh, nah, I'm not going to run them over, but I, I never see the Ugh, little green ones. I only see scary. the giant black ones. I've never yeah. seen Oh, those. they're horrifying. Oh, I know they're scary. Um, but I saw a giant salamander one time. It freaked where? me out. Where? Oh, I was in... Uh, How big? I was in Lower Bar. It was probably the size of your water bottle. What? That's awesome. I love it was, salamanders, It was the craziest too. colors, too. It was all those, like, yellows oh, and blues and greens. Oh, I would have kept it. It was, it was scary, though. It scared the crap out of me. <laughs> um, I thought it was like... It looked like one of those little jelly fishing lures. Oh, yeah. It, it was so, yep. like... It looked like it was fake. And then the I, I went up to it, and I thought it was, like, a kid's toy. I was going to go move it. Yeah. And it scurried away. And it oh, that would have freaked out. me out. Yeah. When something scurries ugh, or scuttles. I hate that word. <laughs> scuttles. Scuttles like a, away. Like a cuttlefish. That's spider. That's a spider word. Ugh. Is that a spider? I'm, I hate spiders. I'm not big on spiders, either. They kind of freak me out. See, I hate spiders. And, I, like, the little guys. Tarantulas are, like, okay. Not the, like... Ugh. The tra- like tarantulas, like there are big spiders that are like they have like their their legs are just shaped differently and they're perched up and I hate that. Like a tarantula is cool, dude. You had a, you can't <clears> say you had arachnophobia. You had a tarantula. I was gonna talk about face. that. Yeah, I was you gonna talk about that. You had a tarantula on your face, but um, the uh, I was drunk. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I you fun. couldn't you couldn't pay me to be in the same room with a tarantula. No, um, spiders at, at all, at all and spiders times. and snakes um, are. I guess it's more of like a primal fear. Mm. It's just like something that doesn't like. Same. Snakes are chill. Snakes can be super chill. Yeah, they can be. Hang around. I, I think literally. The, I think what got me with snakes. Well, my dad is absolutely terrified of snakes. Yeah, I know that. He's, he I won't. That. He can't even look at a snake on the TV without like getting grossed <laughs> That's out. Me with spiders. Um, but he. He kind of got me, I guess, a little scared of him. And I remember one time I was fishing at Keystone. There was a... I don't even remember what kind of snake it was, but it was a water snake. A ton of snakes in there. It was a water snake, and it was uh, just eating all my bait. Mm-hmm. It came out, and it was crawling in my minnow bucket, and it was uh, eating all my bait. Oh, my God. I, I had a conniption. <laughs> I lost. I was probably 8 to 12 years old, something like that. It was... Oh my god, mm, it was, that was one of the worst experiences ever. But yeah, ever since then, I guess snakes really, really don't do not do it for me. No. Um, so do you think you. we should have some sort of Florida man thing? Uh, yeah, like, like, like every podcast, we just, or like, like every other, we could every end other it. podcast, we say, so this Florida man story that we found today. Or we could, we could do like, 
we could take turns. Like, I'll find one, then you find one yeah. the next time or something. We, we'll figure it out. But, yeah, we could do that. Um, the only thing I'm a little concerned about is I don't want to be accused of copying anyone. But, right. But the thing is, so many people, people do People are it. doing this. Um, Everybody's doing this everybody on the radio, does. on podcasts. I mean, yeah, local you, radio stations you, do local it Local radio man. stations everywhere is doing um, it. So, so. so if any other podcasters <clears throat> out there hear this and are offended that we're going to do it Florida up. Man. Yeah, basically <laughs> suck, suck it up. up. You don't copyright that. That's yeah. free reign. Yeah, yeah, we, get, we're, we live in America. Yeah. We live in America. You can't this copyright an idea. I mean, like, okay. I, yeah, yeah, I you guess can. you can. You can, but uh, you know what we mean. So it's what, like do, you, what do you have planned air. for this week, Marco? Work. You just work? Nothing, work? nothing special? Might meet my girlfriend after work and go to, actually go to Keystone, take a walk with oh, her. Oh, really? That's cool. She had an idea. She goes, yeah, you know, since we are, it's Keystone State Park is about 30 minutes away at both way for us, so if you want to meet me there after work one day and go for a walk, I said, yeah. Where sure. does she live? IUP. Oh, okay. She doesn't go to school there. She literally lives she there. She lives in with her mom. Indiana. Yeah. Um, she, she's a tanny. That's nice. Like we talked about last time, <coughs> quick getaway. Just getting away for a little bit. Kinda. More often than not, I just want to lay around, and watch movies, and play video games. I tried her. I tried to get her into video games. So hard. I got, so I got, hard. It's just she. She wants to play. It's just that like she's so like not hand-eye coordinated. With, with controllers. Well, that's how Massey is, too. I try to get her to play, like, a first-person shooter or something mm-hmm. like that, and she, she just can't do it. Not even that. But I'll give her, like, a uh, like a Telltale game mm-hmm. or something like that. That's something she can do. And and she she loves it. She'll do yeah, that. Yeah, I should try that. Yeah, I, dude, I don't that's, know why I never thought about that. And that's the best thing ever, too, because... Now she can't get mad at you for playing video games. Because now she's playing now video she's games. Now she's playing them, too. Uh, and she no. gets it, because Mazzy... She was... She was uh, go ahead. Well, Mazzy I, was a... Well, I got this, I got this new PC, and uh, whenever <coughs> I got it, I was like, Maz, you could play The Sims like you used to. And she was like, oh, really? Mm-hmm. So I bought her The Sims 4 and all kinds of expansions for it. First week. First <laughs> Cl- week. Clocked she, in six days straight. She probably clocked 72 in... 72 hours. I guarantee she clocked in at least 72 hours in, in the first in, week. In, within the first week, and she's gotten a <laughs> lot more awesome. since then. She yeah. has, like... Whole freaking city built, whole freaking like right. street of people. <laughs> everyone she knows made. Every, yeah, almost That's everyone awesome. she knows. The thing knew. about uh, Natalie is, it's not that she doesn't like what. It, at first, I thought she was like, because I, 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 um, <clears throat> I was hanging out with her and she was like, and I, I loaded up Red Dead Redemption or something, and I forget which game it was. It was Resident Evil Two Remastered. She was like, okay. I don't want to watch you play video games. I was like, okay. <laughs> started playing video games. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, if you get into it, I, I was telling her, I was like, if you get into it with me, you can like, it can be fun. We can like have some laughs and stuff and like goof around. And then, but that, that day she wasn't about it. And then, but I was over another week and I was playing Red Dead Redemption and she was kind of like, and it just kind of like laughing at things, which is cool. Well, that's, that's a fun game to Dude, watch. but the thing is I try to get her to play Limbo. It's, it's a left to right side scroller puzzle game. And uh, she, she, she's good at navigating that. But she wasn't good at solving the puzzles, and the puzzles were super easy, and they were only getting harder from there. And yeah. I was like, okay, maybe this ain't the game for you. But that's a good idea. I'm definitely gonna get Try, some uh, Telltale games. Life Tell- is strange, man. Life is strange. Life yeah, is she'll strange. probably like that, even though I know exactly what's gonna happen. Well, but, you'll uh, know exactly. Don't you I can't won't. you can't tell her anything. You right. can't convince her, especially at the one part that Massey kind of freaked <laughs> freaked yeah. out on. Yeah, but um, I, I just feel like I'm just afraid that it's not gonna be intuitive for her. And it, do you have them? No. Do you have, well? You could log into my account and play them. It's true. I don't need to save, or I guess it wouldn't matter. We'd just do story by story. Well, we need to start talking about video games more on this podcast. Yeah, too. absolutely. Um, I'm a, that, if well, it, here, things, let's start with this. Have you played any uh, Apex Legends? Absolutely. I, oh, last dude. time, you, first time you talked to me, I wasn't playing who's, it at who's all. Who's your main? 
The Crow Man, dude. The Crow Man. The Crow Man. What's his, what's Bloodhound. His Bloodhound. Yeah. His real name. He's like he's like Scandinavian or something or Swedish. He's the he's my guy. He's so cool. I just like how he talks. Careful, first blood. He's just so <laughs> freaking cool, man. And like his power ups are super sweet. Well, I heard. Um, I, I already was, have five wins, man. I was watching a uh, stream I of love people playing game. it, um, and somebody was playing it on PC, and they were playing Bloodhound, and they were talking every time that they use their uh, what's their like main the ultimate. The ultimate, he says, they like just their, frame, the their, fra- their frame, their frame rate, rate drops like really? crazy. Yeah, what? apparently because there's just, like so much going on. That's um, never happened for me. Well, you play on a console; they're playing on PC. Yeah, that shouldn't happen for them. Well, apparently, like I've seen a lot of stuff about people making their own uh like apex legend specific computers because like mm-hmm. it, it requires so much to freaking run it on a pc That's, i just don't understand is it just his ultimate or any ultimate it's just his because there's so much going on sense. because like what bang bangladores is just Bangla- Bangal- bangalore is it bangalore, bangalore. i've been calling her bangalore <laughs> i don't think that's a word bangalore is it's it's nothing visual. She just pops a flare and it drops an airstrike. Yeah, well, there's there's a lot of other people with visuals, even like uh, like the finishers and things like mm-hmm. that. They're they're real visual, but I just don't understand. Like how I was looking up the spec, I can't. It won't PC. even it won't even pop up the loading screen for me on this PC. It's oh, no it, way. yeah, it's it's insane. It requires so much to to run mm-hmm. that game. But um, yeah, I've been I, playing I on the it. Xbox and I have it on the PS4 too, and it's I love it. it's such a blast. I, um, it's I didn't. Took me. I didn't. I hadn't played it for like the first four months, but I finally decided to do it. And now no one's playing it, freaking, which is annoying. Freaking but. blows Fortnite out of the water, though. Yeah, I'm sick of Fortnite, oh, man. I, I, you know, I think I have it on the Xbox, but I don't just think I played it, it just once. Just because it's free. I don't think I played it once. I pulled. I downloaded it on the PC and played it once, and then deleted it. I was like, it sucks. You got That's a whole new world you're getting involved. But yeah, in. I we're know. Con- get, we're console players, man. We yeah, never we gotta played get, PC. We gotta get used to I'm it. getting into PC gaming a little bit. I've played Insurgency, and I'm good at that. But that's about it. Yeah, I have insurgency. It's freaking hard, it's really, man. Yeah, man, it's, it's hardcore. So hard. It's a hardcore game. You gotta um, be. But I really tactical. haven't even been playing that many video games recently. The only thing I've been playing is uh, Apex. Really, whenever I do get a chance, mm-hmm. but, I love Apex. But <laughs> uh, man, it, and it's like it's almost like Rainbow Six Siege, mixed with Call of Duty Blackout, but without the toxicity from Rainbow Six Siege. I would say sorta, of, not really with Rainbow Six, only because Rainbow Six is very is very tactical based, and it's had you have all this equipment. Well, you well don't I'm really just talking about Rainbow Six, just as far as like you only get certain characters you can pick. Oh yeah, and, and they have like, their own special. They have their own specials. And yeah, things that makes like sense. That. I forgot to tell you, I got a couple uh, blast from the past games for the Xbox. Really? Which I got ones? I got World of War. Okay. And it runs. I mean, I, I think there was only like a thousand people I online or something like that. Um, and I also got. I might bad, have to try to play online. I got Bad Company too. Oh yeah, oh yes for sure. And do you remember the video game Black? Black? Did you get Black? It's I, I already had it. Oh, uh, you already had it's, it. It's backwards compatible. Yeah. So I was playing that. Oh my god, that. the controls are so bad. We're playing those. Tonight. That was that was Xbox. <laughs> I know the that original was ex- Xbox. Original Xbox. Game. I was watching a uh, 007 Nightfire gameplay today just because I was just it was in my suggestions. Oh man. The old the <sighs> Nightfire 007 was I played that with my buddy Tyler back when we used to hang out all the time. Um, I'm still not up to date with all the PC game crap. Yeah, it's so, a lot of garbage. Uh, it, it's so much to learn, the learning curve. It's like building a freaking AR mm-hmm. whenever it gets down to it. Like, you gotta know so much about what you're making. Mm-hmm. You know um, what you're doing or else you're gonna mess up or oh, foop know. up. I know. Um, but we'll have to, uh, 
actually, I think what we're gonna do is we're gonna have a movie review. We're gonna just uh, we're yes, not gonna we announce. We're this. not gonna talk about what movie we're gonna we're gonna review or what documentary we're gonna review. Just give them a hint. Um. <laughs> well, we'll we'll kind of confer on that a little bit too because I want to. I, I kind of want it to just be a surprise. I have a hint. But like I said, we're uh, we're gonna do a bunch of things on this podcast. So yeah. I want to. Uh, I think our next episode, we're going to do a movie review. So we're going to go home, we're going to watch a movie, um, we're going to take some notes and review the best we can. Mm -hmm. Um, I guess there might be some spoilers Mm -hmm. in in the movie, but um, we're going to have fun with it. Yeah, we'll let you know what movie it is in the beginning of the podcast. That way you can either pause it and go watch it or just it. I might even put it in the title, too, or or description or something like that. We'll still give you a spoiler So, like I said, I'm going to leave all all the notes I talked about in the podcast in the show notes. Um, So if you want to check out some videos or articles that I I talked about, um, you're more than welcome to. Mm -hmm. So um, thanks for coming out, Marco. No Uh, problem. Um, And to everybody listening, remember history, prepare for the future, and live in the present. Have a good one, guys. See ya.